Hello and welcome to episode 10. This is the Hello It's Me, I'm K Nicole podcast and I'm your host, K Nicole. So episode 10, you guys, another milestone episode for me and today is super special and really exciting. So let's go ahead and jump into the recap. So last week I had my friend Drew here and we talked about balance, chasing your dreams, freelancing, and creating an impact. So make sure you check out that episode if you haven't seen or heard it already. You guys, smudge turns one today. As you are watching this, as you are listening to this, it is my one-year anniversary and it is a whole celebration, okay? So you know I got my glass ready for today, okay? So we're celebrating. Um, I have some fun stuff for y'all. So I have a new product, which I've been kind of hinting at a little bit, but not really talking much about, but it is my first eyeshadow palette, you guys the Cloud9 palette. We are going to talk a little bit more about this later and I just cannot believe that I have my own palette, you guys. This is so crazy. Um, I also relaunched my Hello It's Me collection and this collection is called Hello It's Me Again and all of the glosses are $1 for my anniversary. They're in my new fat wand tube, so make sure you check them out, you guys. I also restocked all of my lashes and my new lash boxes. So overall, I'm just really excited about this. It's been a long time coming and I definitely wanted to do something super, super special for one year. So that is what it is. I cannot wait for y'all to get y'all's hands on these products. Um, also, if you haven't seen it already, I released the trailer to my docu-series and then there was Smudge. And this series is basically going to show you where it all started. And I wanted to put this out for my anniversary so that you guys can see why I'm so emotional. You can understand why I'm just so grateful and so humbled to be where I am today. Um, it's been really crazy putting this docuseries together. So we're also going to chat a little bit about this later in depth too. So this week has just been super crazy. I've been overwhelmed and excited. I've been receiving so much love. Um, I honestly feel like this week I was a little bit spread thin. I've been trying to do just so many things. And I just feel like, you know, I had a lot on my plate. And sometimes God just tells me that I need to sit down for a second. Um, I had all these things planned for yesterday, like we were going to do the shoot yesterday and we were going to film the podcast yesterday. It was just a lot of stuff that we planned on doing. And then we had a whole storm y'all a whole storm no power like that was just God like God was saying girl no you need to sit down relax a little bit and refuel for all of the things that you're trying to do because I tried to do a lot and so I basically took a much needed day off yesterday and it just felt really nice to just you know be with myself be with Devin like not be trying to be in front of the camera not vlogging not really posting on social media not even on social media like that just like really relaxing and taking time for myself eating eating whatever I wanted to eat okay it felt really nice so you guys know I'm always talking about balance and talking about taking care of yourselves and sometimes you just got to stop like and God is going to come in and tell you when you just got to stop I try to keep on pushing through keep working stuff was not going right and I just had to really just sit down for a second um, my Black Friday sale has been going amazing, you guys, and the sale ends tomorrow, so make sure you take full advantage of it. I'm going to be finishing up these orders, preparing for my actual Black Friday sale for my personal 
collections um because the sale right now is for wholesale so if you want some wholesale lip gloss or any of my wholesale items go ahead and stock up on those before the sale ends i have my 20k giveaway going on right now so if you haven't seen that video or that post on my instagram i will have that link down below make sure you enter the giveaway you guys it's some good prizes available for the giveaway. Um, I'm going to end the giveaway and choose a winner once we hit 20k. So I'm really excited. Make sure you check it out. The video explains everything. The description explains everything. So enter the giveaway. Tell a friend to tell a friend because we are on the road to 20k. Which leads me into my next point. So if you're watching this on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up. And also make sure you follow me on all the podcast platforms. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave me a rating and a review over there. What else is going on? There's just so many things going on. Oh my gosh. Um... Cozy Season is now available. This is my first fall collection. It's been doing amazing, you guys. Thank you so much to anyone that has supported Cozy Season. Make sure you check out my shade Rosé. I have a little bit of Rosé on my lips today, okay? That is my Breast Cancer Awareness Month gloss, and I'm donating 50% of the proceeds to that gloss, um, from that gloss specifically. So we're coming to the end of October now, um, and yeah, I'm going to be getting ready to make my donation. So go ahead and pick that up if you haven't grabbed it already. Crochet by K is in full effect. Okay, your girl is making shags. Your girl is shagging all day and night. Okay, so I'm trying to really balance everything because I'm trying to make myself a shag while I'm also working on shags for other people. And then the holidays are coming up and people are trying to get shags for other people. So there's a lot going on. Make sure you are stocking up on your Crochet by K shags. Last but not least, okay, make sure you vote. You guys need to vote, okay? You need to vote. I need you to know when you're voting, where you're voting, and who you are voting for, okay? We all need to make sure that we are letting our voices be heard during this crucial time. The world is a crazy place right now, and I want all y'all to know that your vote counts, and I need you to go out and vote. Things that I need you to do, vote, okay? All right, so that is it for the recap. I am just so excited. We have so many things to chat about. And today's show is going to be my one year recap. So one year in business, was it worth it? Like, I'm just going to be showing, sharing a little bit of my experience with y'all and giving y'all like a walk down memory lane, because that's all I've been doing recently is just like going back and thinking about where I was last year and how everything started and how everything is going. So that is what today's topic is going to be. If you are of age, let's go ahead and cheers to this milestone real quick. Because I am excited. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it you guys I first just want to say thank you so much to everyone that is here on this journey with me thank you to all of the people that have been here since day one and thank you to the people that have just found me and y'all are going back to binge watch my old videos to get to know me a little bit more I'm grateful for all of you the journey has honestly been so beautiful and building this business it's just been a really humbling experience I'm so grateful for my squad that has been here with me since even before either one of my businesses were even a thing. So these are the people that have really supported me 
through everything, like through the idea phase and through the phase of me just wanting to do something new and wanting to put myself out there. Like I really had to have people supporting me to build me up, to help me feel more confident at that time when I was trying to start doing all of this stuff. So shout out to my squad. Okay. Shout out to Devin. Shout out to Devin Gaston Productions for producing this podcast. Love you, Devin. Okay. So First, I want to talk about my docu-series, and I want to talk a little bit about it because I want to kind of share why I'm even putting this content out. Um, So basically last year, and even before that, when I was still in college, I was just like documenting everything. I was filming everything. I wanted to capture these moments. I wanted to have things to look back on. Like just for my own personal memories, I had my YouTube channel, obviously, but I was just so busy. I had so much stuff going on, and the way that my life was set up, I was not consistent on YouTube. I had not figured out a system or anything to where I could do everything else and still edit and post in a timely manner to YouTube. So I was posting like every now and again, but I was accumulating a lot of content because I was filming like every single day. I was documenting every single day. We were doing things literally every single day. So I was just filming, 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 and never editing and never posting. So I literally have hard drives full of footage, even from college, which is so crazy to me. Um, So when I was starting Smudge, I was filming a lot of that process, a lot of my journey. I was just trying to capture the moments, you know. Um, I knew that I wanted to share the content eventually, but I didn't know when I would get around to editing it. I had no idea what I was doing, okay? I was running one business, which was Crochet by K, and then I was trying to build another business, which was Smudge, and I had a time frame that I was trying to work on as well, so I literally just put YouTube on the back burner. Like, I couldn't physically or mentally handle doing everything all at once because I just didn't know how to balance it. I didn't know how to manage my time or anything. Um, But I felt like it was very crucial for me to put this content out now because I have so many people that are looking up to me right now. And I have so many people that reach out to me and they share their stories with me. Like they say that they hope their business is going to be like mine one day or they want to be like me one day. And I'm just so grateful that I'm able to touch so many people. And I wanted to put this content out so that I could show y'all that everybody has to start somewhere. Things don't always happen overnight, you know, and I wanted to be really open and really transparent about my journey. So when I was filming, filming all this content last year, in my mind, I was just like creating an entrepreneur life series. Like I was just creating episodes and episodes and episodes of entrepreneur life. Like I didn't know. I just knew I wanted to like have that kind of content on my channel, but that's what I was calling it. I was accumulating so many episodes. So I have so many episodes in store for you guys. Um, And it really does start like even before I physically started working on Smudge, like the first episode is going to kind of give you a little bit of a taste of like where I was at that time um, mentally and also in my business with Crochet by K. And then in the process of planning smudge. So I'm really, really excited for you guys to see this. It's been such a humbling and emotional experience to go back to this footage and to see like where my mindset was, how I was talking, how, you know, I was perceiving things, like my opinions on things. A lot of the things were the same. Like I've been saying the same thing for a whole year, basically. Um, But one thing that I did notice about me was as I was filming, as I was blogging and everything, I just was always saying like how I was on a budget like 
I'm on this tight budget, you know, oh my gosh, I don't want to spend all this money on this. Oh my God, nobody has time to spend all this money on that. And that really made me feel some type of way. Like I was so emotional about that because I'm so grateful for where I am today. Like I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I have more financial freedom and I'm in my dream apartment. Like that girl a year ago could have never thought that this is where she would be a, a year later. So it's just really crazy. Um, and it's been so emotional for me. But I asked you guys on Instagram Live if I should edit all of this old content and just post it. And a lot of y'all were saying yes, because y'all wanted to actually see me in the same position that y'all are in right now, because I know some of y'all are just now starting out. And then like y'all still want to be able to see me like now in the present in my everyday life, like running a successful business, running two successful businesses and a YouTube channel. And that really touched me like that really made me emotional because I know how important it is to see people that look like you doing the things that you want to do, but being successful at it, you know? So I was just like, you know what? We're going to put this out there. I know a lot of times that people don't really show all of the struggles that go into creating something and they don't want to talk about the failed attempts or they don't like to highlight or shed light on those things. And I feel like I'm really just humbling myself. Like I'm excited to put it out there and show y'all like, listen, I had no clue what I was doing when I first started. Everyone has to start from somewhere. Nobody wakes up and knows everything. Like we all have to learn. We all have to practice and research and do all of that stuff. So I'm just excited. Like I want to put it out there. I know that this content is going to inspire somebody out there. And so many people are just ready to give up after the first month. And I'm just like, you honestly cannot have that mindset when you're running a business. Like things are not going to go as planned. There's going to be a few bumps in the road and it's okay. Like just get over it. Like we have to get over that bump and keep pushing and keep pulling through. Like it's so worth it at the end. So that is my docu-series, you guys, and you guys have been showing me so much love on this trailer, and I literally was not expecting that kind of response, but I'm so happy that y'all loved it, and y'all are excited about it and excited to watch it. Um, the main thing about this right now that I'm most proud of is that I pretty much created this like on my own. Like I feel like right now, I'm very dependent on Devin. Like, I feel like I depend on Devin for a lot of things because he is a whole film producer, a whole director, okay, a whole editor. So I just knew that I was going to have to sit down with him and really explain to him, like, what it was that I wanted so that he could edit me this beautiful trailer and this beautiful intro and help me edit the episodes and everything. But y'all, I edited that trailer by myself, okay? I edited the first episode by myself. And I've still been like talking to Devin, like just asking him his opinion and his insight on certain things, like when should I drop it and like the timing and scheduling of everything. But I basically put this together on my own. It was very much spur of the moment. Like I was on IG live and I was like, hey, should I do this? And everyone's like, yes, please do it. And you know, I'm extra. So it wasn't going to be like, okay, yeah, like I'm just posting these throwback videos. Like, no, I had to make it a whole concept. Like I had to make it this whole big thing because it really is like it's really crazy to watch my whole journey from then to now. So 
this whole project has honestly brought me so much life. Like I have not been this excited about a YouTube project in so long and it was so refreshing for me to create this for y'all and I definitely wanted to just touch on that. Um, you guys will hear me say some of these things in the future as well because I've been filming a little bit of the behind the scenes of creating the docuseries. So just stay tuned for all of this amazing content that I have been working on that I'm just so excited to put out for y'all. Oh my goodness. Okay. So next, I want to talk a little bit about my palette, you guys. I actually have this here with me today. So if you're watching me on YouTube, you can see it. So this is my Cloud9 palette. Make sure you check out my Instagram, see all the pictures and everything. Um, this is my first eyeshadow palette. And let me tell y'all, this has been an entire journey, okay? I decided that I wanted to create a palette and I had no idea where to even start, okay? Like when you think about, oh, I wanna make this thing and it has to you know, flow and look a certain way and aesthetic and everything, I had no idea what the heck I was doing. <laughs> so I decided that I wanted to start with the name. The name came really easy to me and the aesthetic kind of came easy to me as well. Like I kind of had a vision about it. Like I was like, this is what I wanna do. Um, I named it cloud nine because that is just the vibe for me right now. Like I'm floating on cloud nine. I'm still in awe about how much growth I have experienced this year. And that's really the concept of the palette. Um, it's not your typical fall palette at all. And for me, I just did not want to do that. I didn't want to do your basic fall colors, your basic, you know, vampy, warm oranges and reds and browns and everything like I did not want to do the typical thing I wanted to create something that represented me and this palette is literally designed to force you out of your comfort zone um so that's basically the concept of the palette you're never going to get to where you want to be you're never going to get to your quote unquote cloud nine if you don't start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. You have to take risks. Like you have to step out of your comfort zone. You have to do those things that you would have never thought that you would do. Change your routine, change your mindset, change the way that you look at things in order to see different results. We can't stay where we are, stay in the same routine, stay in the same mindset and expect different results. Like if we're doing the same thing every day, it's going to be the same result every single time. So this palette has all of my fun colors in here. It has my pinks, my purples, my greens. It has like a few neutrals, a few warms, a brown, you know, and that's really what I wanted it to be. And I'm really proud of this palette. It was such a huge learning experience. Um, I tell y'all all the time, like I'm a perfectionist, okay? So even one of the colors in my palette is called perfectionist because I was trying to put literally all of me in this palette. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I see things and when I see things and I know how I want things, I get really irritated if they don't end up like that or if it doesn't come out like that. But that's something that I'm constantly working on because sometimes you just got to really go with the flow because life doesn't always go as planned and you just got to be okay with that, especially when you are running a business. So I knew that this palette was not going to be perfect in every single aspect because this is my first palette. So I couldn't really expect myself to have it all figured out. And I couldn't expect for every little thing to go right on my first go round. So I really just had to let go and let God with this one. But I did document the experience of me building the palette. So stay tuned for that. You know, I went through the process of picking the colors 
and doing the samples and naming everything and figuring out where I wanted to place every single color. Like I feel like that was the part for me that took the longest. Um, but yeah, I am excited to share that with you guys and I'm really excited for y'all to get your hands on the palette and just try it, you know, just step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Join me on cloud nine for a little bit. Okay. But Overall, right now, I just really hope that, you know, my experiences and my journey can truly inspire some of you out there because that's my main goal in life. Like I've always said that since I was younger, like when I was growing up, I have always wanted to inspire others and show others that you can do it too. Because at the end of the day, y'all, I'm just a normal girl. Like I am a normal girl that just took out the necessary time and put in the work and the effort that was needed in order to make something grow. So literally, if I can do it, you can do it too. And that is my goal in life right now. So I'm hoping that everything that I'm putting out can touch you in one way or another. So we're going to go ahead and switch gears a little bit. And this is the part where, you know, it's going to get real fun because we are about to just get into my one year recap. We're going to basically take a walk down memory lane together. Like, you know, we're going to go back in time basically. <laughs> and I just, have been so excited to go back and think about all of the things that I have been through. Um, so yeah, let's just jump right into it. So where did I start out when it came to smudge? So I started out last year and it was around July that I decided that I wanted another stream of income. You know, I was doing a lot of crocheting, but I was spending a lot of time working on individual orders. Um, and it was just taking me a long time to get stuff done. So I knew in my mind that I wasn't really going to be able to scale my crochet business how I wanted to at that time, because I didn't have any help. Like I barely had any help with what I was doing. Um, and I could never really grasp the concept of like how I could hire other people to help help me when it came to crocheting because everyone's two hands are different, you know? So I just felt like even if I had trained crocheters here behind me helping me, the way that they crochet is not going to be identical to the way that I crochet. So even if I did have help, it was like, you know, in my mind, I was thinking that the products would be inconsistent and that defeats the whole purpose of it. Like it's supposed to be handmade because I'm doing it and I'm, you know, crafting it and putting my love into it. So I just knew like crochet by K was not something that I wanted to scale up to be super huge. Like I don't want thousands and thousands and thousands of orders. I want it to kind of be something more exclusive. You know, I want celebrities to be wearing this. I want people of status to be wearing this. I want, you know, just more exclusivity with my crochet pieces. So that's when I was just like, you know, thinking about it, like, what if I get 100 orders tomorrow? How am I going to fulfill all these orders? I'm literally breaking my hands, breaking my back, it feels like. So I just knew that I was going to have to do something else eventually. Um... And I always knew that I wanted to do something in beauty and I was ready to get back into beauty again because I would just flip back and forth between 
my passions, like I would go back and forth between fashion and crocheting and like beauty and YouTube. Like I was doing YouTube um, tutorials, like makeup tutorials and stuff like that way back in the day. So I would kind of just flip flop between the things that I was focusing on and putting my energy into. Um, but by the time September rolled around, y'all, I had a solid plan. Okay. I knew that this is what I was going to be doing. I had been researching for months by that time. And I was looking for vendors for tubes and packaging and stuff. And I was just ordering so much stuff and spending so much money. Like I was just so excited. And September was the time when everything started to come into the mail. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't wait to actually start mixing and filling and just really getting into it. Um, so yeah, this was like the prime time for me of sleepless nights, okay, because I was working on mixing gloss and I was trying to perfect it. And it wasn't even like I had hard deadlines or I had all this work to do. I was just so passionate about what I was doing. I was mixing my lip gloss. I had my Beyonce playing, okay. And I literally didn't even know that it was like four or five in the morning. Like I was up all night, almost every single day, like just messing around with lip gloss, making new colors, trying this out, trying that out. It was just a lot of stuff that I was doing. And let me just say, okay, it was fun. Yes, it was definitely fun, but there were definitely things that did not go to plan. I experienced issues with some vendors. Um, things did not look like how I wanted them to look. And y'all know how I am about the optics. Okay. Things got to look a certain way or it's just not going to work. So I was like dealing with those kind of issues. Some things just weren't performing like how I thought they would. So I I spent a lot of money, yes, and some of the things didn't end up going as planned or I didn't end up liking them. So yes, there was a lot of stuff that I never used. And I just knew that that would probably be a part of the process when it came to finding vendors and testing vendors. Like everything can't work. You know, everything isn't going to work. Everything isn't going to be perfect. So I went through that whole process. Um, I decided that I was going to launch my business on November 1st and I planned everything out. Okay. I was going to launch with 14 lip gloss shades, two lash styles, and then I had some lash glue and stuff. Um, so yeah, I was like in the process of opening my boutique. It was so, 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 so much stuff going on y'all. I was in the process of opening my boutique and my boutique was originally supposed to be for crochet by K only. Like I needed a space where I could work. I was having issues with like being uninspired. I was working from my bed. Like it wasn't giving me any kind of life at a point, you know, and I was doing so much stuff. So I was like, I really need to like have a space where I can kind of separate work from home. And also that'll help me balance my life too, because I won't be staying up all night working. Like if I had an actual space, then I would be able to turn it off and turn it on. Like I got to go home. Like I have to drive home. So it's time to go home, you know? Um, and then also I was making so many custom pieces back then too, um, and I wanted a space where I could do fittings in person with clients without having to bring them to my house or whatever. So I was just like, you know, it was so nerve wracking back then because I'm like, I don't know if everyone knows how to measure. I don't know if everyone, you know, is doing this right. And I was always like trying to make sure everything was going to be the right size. And I just knew if I had a space where we could do check ins, we could do fittings like I could have you come in and try this. If this doesn't work, then I could tweak it, you know, before I go through the motions of like finishing this whole piece. So 
that's why, you know, my mom was like, we're going to open you, you know, a little space or whatever. Um, but instantly, once I decided that we were going to do smudge, we were like, okay, cool. So this space is going to be for everything. Like it's going to be for crochet by K. It's going to be for smudge and people can come here and see the products and test them out and they can purchase here as well. So I was like, oh my God, like I'm about to have my own like little boutique, like my own little store and everything. Um, so I decided that I was going to launch my business on November 1st. And then I was going to open my boutique with my grand opening party on November 16th. Um, <clears throat> and that would be the day that I was launching my holiday collection as well. So there was so much stuff going on. I launched on the 1st with my Hello It's Me collection. And then by the 16th, I was already launching a holiday collection because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like my first year. Like I can't miss out on the holidays. So yeah, two collections back to back like that, highly would not recommend, but it was fun for the time being for me. Um, but I just had a lot of inventory y'all and it was just ridiculous, but things started to get a little bit crazy because I started to get really amazing opportunities for crochet by K at the same time that I was trying to launch smudge. So y'all will see this in the docu-series, but I ended up doing a lot of traveling right around the time when I was supposed to be launching smudge. So it was just like, oh my God, I didn't know what I was going to do. It was so much stuff that was going on. Um, but let's go ahead and fast forward a little bit to the day of my photo shoot for the business cards for the website. And that was on October 24th, 2019. Okay. And this was my first true test. All right. If y'all read my post on Instagram, then y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I had just got back into town the night before the shoot and I stayed up all night, all nighter, one of my palette one of my um eyeshadows is called all nighter okay because we're always doing this <laughs> I stayed up all night to fill up all of my lip gloss tubes you guys like I had already had everything solidified with the glosses with the colors with the scents and everything but I just hadn't made them or filled them up yet so in the beginning I got so comfortable with mixing gloss that, you know, for my first batch of glosses, I was really just eyeballing everything. Like I did not have measuring cups. I was not measuring. Like I just knew what I wanted everything to look like and how I wanted it to feel. And I was able to finesse it that way. But if you make lip gloss, you know, like once you do it a certain amount of times, you can kind of eyeball it. It's not going to be exactly, exactly the same every single time, but it's like the same vibe, you know, but you know that doing it that way just takes way more time than if you have a solid formula and you can just, you know, dump everything in the bowl. You don't have to think about it, mix it up and it's done. So I spent that whole night filling up tubes. This is why I say, you know, just go ahead and figure out your formula at the beginning. Just do a solid concrete formula in the beginning because I didn't do that right away. Um, so yeah, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> um, and obviously back then I was not as fast with filling as I am today, but by the time 8 a.m. rolled around that next morning and it was time for me to get ready for my shoot and everything and I hadn't slept, y'all. I was ready to cancel, okay? I was so tired and I just wanted to sleep. Back then, I just felt like everything was happening so fast and me being a perfectionist, I would spend way more time on things than I really needed to and that's why a lot of things ended up getting done in what I like to call crunch time, okay? Like, we got one day to get this right or we have one week to get this right and I was just like, oh my goodness, it was crazy. But long story short, 
I powered through by the grace of God. Okay. And thanks to my friends for hyping me up because I had Devin taking the pictures. We were going to Greg's house for um, his studio space. And then Zarea was in the pictures with me. So I kind of had everybody like ready to go and I was not ready. So they had to hype me up to let me know, you know, hey, you can do it. You just got to get through this one thing and then you'll be able to sleep, you know, just trying to hype me up. Um, and I mean, at that point, you know, I definitely was not new to all nighters at all, but I just felt like I was so spread thin. By that point, we were traveling. I was doing stuff for Crochet by K. I was trying to do stuff for Smudge and it was just getting to be overwhelming to say the least um but the shoot went amazing you guys and I just felt smudge really come to life that day because we had visuals for my brand like prior to this we only had um the logo and you know just a few things that I had documented but we didn't really have like the full product shots we didn't have really any video we didn't really have you know any of the official pictures like the business cards um the thank you notes the website you know we didn't have all of that stuff so as we're taking these pictures I just felt everything coming to life like oh my goodness all this time like this is the fun part. I promise y'all this is the fun part to just see everything that you worked so hard on come to life. Um, and then after this, Devin edited my teaser video. I posted that on Instagram and everyone was going crazy because I announced Smudge and I announced the launch date and people are like, what is this? Like you've been working on this all this time and you haven't said anything. Like my some of my friends that I'm close to, they're like, what? Like how didn't I know about this? Um, and that's when people started to follow the Smudge Instagram page because that was like the first time that I actually really announced it it was so overwhelming I was so excited that people were excited about it um and yeah let's fast forward to November 1st which was launch day I launched at 10 a.m and I was really excited just to kind of see like what kind of response that I was going to get because I posted my teaser video a week before the first so I had a week to really keep talking about it, keep posting, keep promoting and get people ready for launch day. Um, and I actually did get sales on the first day, but y'all, it was literally all people that I knew. Like these were people that genuinely knew me in real life or knew about me already. Like it was not like, oh, my Instagram was so popping that people from different states or people that definitely didn't know me were shopping. Like, it was nothing like that. It was literally people that I knew. Um, I come from a background of support. Like, I have a lot of family, I have friends, and I have a lot of friends that I also met in college. And we were just like ride or die. Like, we're supporting each other nonstop. So, I had a lot of people that were ready to support me. Um, and I understand, like, it's not like that for everyone. And that's why I always say, to you guys that it's okay if you don't get orders on your first day like it's fine this is a new business this is a new venture for you and you really do have to get your name out there get the word out there before people start to purchase so it took me a really long time like to get to where I am right now and I just want that to be known like I did not start out like this like I did get a few orders in the beginning on the first day because it was launch day but you know after that after my grand opening, things did kind of slow down. Um, but on launch day, you guys, I realized that my inventory was horrible. Okay. I realized that I did not make enough of the colors. I told you guys this before that my inventory was very much sporadic and I definitely don't recommend you doing that. Um, 
And you will see this in the docuseries. But, you know, back then I'm like, oh, my God, yes, two shades already sold out. But I definitely did not make enough of those shades, you guys. So I have learned that having equal inventory is better, especially when you're trying to, you know, test the waters and see what's going to sell best. You have to give all of your products a fair chance in the beginning. Um, and I've also learned that I don't really like the concept of selling out because you're just missing out on money. Like I had all this inventory. I had no more tubes left. I had not ordered more tubes. Like this is what it was. And I really just did it like that because I wanted to test the waters, see how things were going to sell. And the colors that I thought were not Were hitting me up like oh my god when are you gonna restock I really want to support you but I really want this one and some people will be nice and be like okay well I'll just try another one but other people like if they're set on what they want they're gonna wait for what they want they're not gonna purchase anything else and if you take too long to bring back what they want then sometimes they won't purchase at all so I really had to learn you know plan your inventory effectively. Um, and that's just something that you have to work on as a business owner. It takes time to really kind of gauge your audience and gauge like what your best sellers are going to be. It's things like this, like how I launched my business, things like um, this experience kind of taught me like, okay, this is a popular shade. You need to make more of this one. Okay. Cause people like this, they want to try this one. So I honestly, um, in the beginning, like I didn't have a lot of time to really process what was going on either. Like I was in the process of planning my grand opening and I was doing the Coco holiday collection. So as things were happening on launch day, I was like really excited, but it wasn't all sinking in just yet. Um, and my grand opening was just a stressful time in general because we were painting and decorating. We were trying to have this space ready and set up in such a short amount of time because it was really just me and my mom that were getting this place together and we were so busy with other things. Um, so that's why, you know, like I said, things always start to happen in crunch time, but this event turned out to be so beautiful. You guys, like I was so overwhelmed with love and happiness on that day. I want to shout out everyone that came to my grand opening at my physical location and helped me that day or was just in the building supporting me came through to purchase some things you guys will see a little bit more of this in my docuseries I'm so excited okay listen I'm gonna keep saying it because I am excited so after my grand opening, it was holiday season. So we were moving into like Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Christmas. And honestly, you know, I was getting a few orders here and there, but things really did start to slow down. And I just had so much inventory left from my very first launch, like the original launch. So my Hello, It's Me collection. And then now I had so much inventory from my holiday collection. And with my holiday collection, I expanded my products. So I had lip gloss, I had lip oils, we had lip scrubs, we had body oils, we had all this stuff. Okay. I just had so much inventory and it just felt like even if I was getting a few orders it just felt like nothing was moving I just still had all this stuff laying around um, I was doing flash sales I had a quick little Black Friday sale I was doing holiday bundles and holiday deals like I was honestly just trying to move inventory um, I wanted to start planning for a Valentine's collection and I was just like oh my god like things are happening so fast everything is kind of like back to back to back and 
I can't move this inventory that fast. You know, like I'm not getting all of these orders coming in super fast. Um, but listen, you got to do what you got to do. Okay. Like I said, sales, flash sales. Y'all know I'm the queen of flash sales. Okay. Um, and I just, you know, I was just in a space where I was so excited still. Like I was still riding that wave of like being so anxious about my business and ready for it to blow up and ready for more people to see it. I wanted to expand, you know, I wanted to do all this stuff. Um, and during that time when stuff started to slow down, I just really was not making that much of a profit because I had spent so much money in the beginning, you guys, like so, 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 so much money. So I went a while without seeing an actual profit, like an actual, actual profit because of how much money I did spend. But let's fast forward a little bit to January when I was then in the process of getting a job, you guys. I was like, you know, in this really weird spot. I had my two businesses, but things were, you know, very much like unpredictable. That's like the beauty of being an entrepreneur. You can make different amounts of money every day, every week, every month, like every week can be different. So it was very unpredictable. Um, and I knew that I wanted to continue to expand smudge. Like I wanted more inventory. I wanted more products. So I knew that I was going to need more money to purchase that inventory. Um, and I knew that I wanted to move into my dream apartment as well. So I had to come to my senses. I had to really just be realistic with myself. And I knew that I was going to have to work for at least a little while so that I could have consistent money coming in. Um, and in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, consistent money coming in plus the inconsistent money from both of my businesses coming in like I'm just going to have to take that time to really just grind like be on my grind and just really work hard like I knew I was going to be tired I knew I was going to be overwhelmed but it was all going to be worth it at some point so I ended up getting the job okay um and I started working and I was making decent money and I was able to actually put a lot of that money up, which was great. Um, and this was around the time that I made my smudge TikTok. So I started posting videos and I was growing really, really quickly. Like people were following me. Um, I was actually getting sales every now and again. You know, I was planning my Valentine's collection. I was finding new vendors. So we had kind of like elevated a little bit. I was gaining access to new things, which was really cool. Um, I was doing some fun pop-up shops. Like this time was just like really exciting, really busy and really just all over the place, I guess I could say. Like that's really just what it was. Um, one of my favorite pop-up shops was Own Your Crown. That was an event um, that I did at Bernal University. Shout out to my friend Charlene for inviting me to be a part of that event. Um, I actually vlogged that day. That video was already up. So check that video out if you have not already seen it. I will have it linked somewhere for you. Um, and that was in February. That was in February, like early February. So it was crazy. I was able to move a lot of inventory at that event, which was amazing because I wanted to get rid of everything else that I had left so that I could 
plan for my Valentine's collection. Um, I put the Smooches collection, my first Valentine's collection out shortly after this event. And this collection did really, really well. I had new tubes, my square pink tubes that everybody loved. And I had new gloss colors. I had some nudes. We had some dark browns. You know, this was something that I didn't have before. So it was just really fun and fresh. Um, I was in the process of planning my first birthday collection because my birthday is in March, you guys. And I was inspired by Kylie Jenner because listen, this girl went crazy for every single birthday collection that she did. So I just knew that I wanted to go all out. Okay. So as you can see a pattern here with my business, things were just super, super close. Like everything was back to back to back to back. Like I was just going nonstop. Um, my birthday collection, that was the 316 collection. This collection definitely, definitely, definitely stressed me all the way out, you guys. I had these diamond lip gloss tubes that I love to look at, but I hated working with them, okay? They were so small. They did not hold any product. And it was just so ridiculous. Like, they were actually pricey too, which was like making me even more mad back then. Um, and the issue with those tubes were that they were so small. Okay. So I got really challenged because of these small tubes and I didn't have any labels that would fit on them. And I didn't know where I could get any labels that were that tiny. So this is where my life got really interesting. Um, if you were following me on YouTube at this time, you would have pretty much seen a lot of this process, which is crazy. Um, but I had been eyeing this Cricut machine for a while. And back then that was honestly like a really big investment for me. So I was kind of like just pushing it off, pushing it off, trying to save. Um, but then it was the week of me launching this collection y'all and I still didn't have no labels. So I was like, so either we're going to buy a Cricut and we're going to make labels or this is going to be the first collection that you put out that doesn't have labels. And girl, we are not about to do that. Okay. That's an absolute no. Okay. So I went out to Hobby Lobby. Okay. And I bought this Cricut machine. Okay. Um, and I literally had to sit there and learn how to work this machine within like one day. Um, at this time, you know, my boutique, it was no longer a boutique. Okay. We flipped it into a workspace. It was like a filming space. And I had some of my boutique setup still in there, like my acrylic, um, stands for my glosses and stuff. I had all that stuff still in there just for like filming purposes and TikToks and pictures and everything. But the boutique thing had kind of went out the window by this time. So I went out and I was like, I can't bring this Cricut home right now because I'm not going to have space to really work how I want to. So we're going to have to take it up to the shop. Um, and I learned how to use it within like a few hours, but I was literally ripping my hair out, you guys, like pulling out my hair, trying to sit here and weed out all of these little tiny pieces of vinyl. Like those tubes were so small. This process was so insane. And I had to make all the labels for all the products. Like I had 10 glosses for the diamond tubes and then we had infused glosses and then we had like shimmer body sprays. Like I had to do all these labels because me and Devin were doing the product shots and we're just sitting here looking at each other like, bro, can we like Photoshop these product shots? Like so that I don't have to sit here and mess with these labels all night. But 
I really did not want to do that, y'all. Like, I'm so big on my product shots and I'm so big on making them look as accurate as possible because I really don't need my product shots out here catfishing anybody. So I was up all night making those labels and we did the product shots. But by the end of that experience, I promise you, I was so happy because those labels really did look exactly like how I wanted them to um, in terms of still being holographic and still being my actual label. When I first started, I had these labels that I was getting from this girl on Instagram and she was only able to do a certain font. Like you could pick from the font. So it wasn't like you could customize them or, you know, put your own logo in there or anything. It was just like you picked a font, you picked a word and that was your label. So I had to pick like the closest thing possible to the font of my logo, which was like really hard because Devin like designed my logo in Photoshop. So I was like, it's not going to be identical, but we're just going to have to roll with this for now because I really wanted the holographic label. Um, so the Cricut was like the closest thing to that. It was still a very pretty holographic color. And um, it was actually my label this time, my logo this time, because I just like used my logo in the Cricut app and then weeded out all of these things once I printed it out. It was it was crazy, but I was really, really happy with the 316 collection at the end of it. So it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. We definitely did not go home until five that morning, but it was fine because we went to sleep after that. So at this point, we're in March because y'all know my birthday, 316. We in March now and we all know what that means, okay? So we are moving into a whole global pandemic, okay? And during this time, I was working my corporate job because I, I was still working um, and I was struggling really, really hard with balancing my time and getting enough rest in between. I was just like all over the place trying to go to work, trying to get lip gloss orders done and shipped out, trying to get crochet orders done and shipped out. And I just felt like I was not able to really give myself 150% to my businesses like I wanted to because my job obviously had to be my first priority because, you know, it was consuming most of my time and I had to be to work at a certain time and I had certain things that I need to do. Um, but I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Okay. When I was at work sitting in that office, like if it was a little bit slow, I was like in my notebook, just like writing, 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 like all of my ideas. I'm planning new collections, new, new plans, like new promotions. Like what can I do to really get my business off the ground? Like I did not want to be in this job. Like I did not want to be sitting at this desk for eight hours, looking at a screen on the phone, having to talk to customers and stuff. Like I was highly uninterested, like to say the least, I was very much uninterested. So I was still like on go in my mind, thinking about my businesses. I was still writing everything down because I did not want to lose those ideas. I was trying any and everything to make my business blow up, like make my business pop. Like I'm really trying to be able to quit this job soon. You know, I was not planning on being at this job for an extended amount of time. Um, and then around that time, I had also got my LLC. So I was just like ready to give Smudge my all again. Like I was like, listen, I am not going to be able to really do this how I want to do this if I'm still working this full-time job. Um, and then, you guys, that is really around the time when I got that phone call 
from my manager that I was being laid off from work due to the pandemic, due to budget cuts and everything. And I don't know why, but in that very moment, I really felt like my whole world was crashing down. Like I was crying that day because I was just so sad. Like I had just started to kind of like get to know the people at work and I was getting really good at my job and I was getting used to those consistent paychecks, you know, and I was just getting comfortable. And like I said earlier, you know, sometimes comfort isn't really what you need in order to fuel that growth that you need. So at this point, I was just like, okay, I dried up all my tears. Like I cried it out for a day. And then I was like, listen, everything happens for a reason. Everything is in alignment. And I just knew that I was going to focus on my businesses full time again, because I honestly really didn't have any other choice. Um, most places weren't hiring at that time, as we all know. So there really wasn't, you know, me going to get another job or anything like none of that was happening um and then the places that were hiring were the places that I was not even comfortable being in like I didn't feel safe there so I was just like you know the pandemic has been such a, a scary time and back then I just wanted to stay home and stay safe because I didn't know what was going on they just kept talking about it on the news and talking about all these people had it and I was like not even trying to risk it at all so I just knew that I had to utilize everything that I had. I was promoting smudge. I was promoting crochet by K. Like this is the time when I really buckled down and started filming and editing these videos. Okay. And listen, this was when the real growth started to happen for me. This is when things started to take off for me. And I was so shook about it because I was already like emotional about the pandemic because I didn't know what was going on. Like everyone knows like how we all felt at the beginning of this. Like it was very much just uncomfortable we were all uneasy we were all stressed we didn't really feel safe at all um and I was just so nervous because I just knew that lip gloss sales were going to go down like they were going to slow all the way down because we had to stay inside you know people are not going out people are not doing their makeup people are not going anywhere so why is it that you know, lip gloss is going to do good right now. Like I just was in my mind like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is going to be so bad. Like I'm not going to have any money to do anything. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to give up on it. Like I started this business. We're here now. Nobody really knows what's going on. So maybe it won't be like an abrupt stop. Like maybe people will still be doing a little bit of shopping. Like I just never knew. So I was like, I'm getting my wholesale program together finally because I had wanted to do that ever since I started, but I wanted to really just have more experience with my business. Like I wanted to just have more um, more experience under my belt with like selling my personal products before I started trying to, you know, supply for everyone else's business. So I was just like, we're going to have wholesale. We're going to have this. We're going to have that. Crochet by K. We're going to have a sale on shags. We're going to like, I was just like, whatever I have to do is what I'm going to do. Because at this point, I just need to keep stacking my money and I need to keep growing my businesses. Um, and it was really crazy because at that moment, I had to make a huge decision in my life because I was basically living with Devin at that time. Like I had moved my little to go what what was it my little uh to go I was about to say to go bag my little overnight bag okay I was like constantly just like going home packing uh washing my clothes whatever I was like I had my little stuff that I had at Devin's place because Devin lived 25 minutes from my job my corporate job that I was working and my parents house was literally an hour 
going to work in the morning and then two hours coming home from work. And if y'all don't know this about me, I hate driving. Okay. And I hate driving in traffic and I hate driving in Atlanta. So I knew that I was going to have to figure something out if I was going to work that job. Um, so I had to decide what I wanted to do. Like, was I going to stay with Devin and quarantine with him at his house? Or was I going to go home and quarantine with my parents at their house? Um, because everything was shutting down. Like we were on a curfew, like we couldn't go anywhere, stores and everything were shutting down. And I was just like freaking out. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Um, but I knew that I needed to make lip gloss. I knew that I still had orders and everything that I needed to work on. And all of my stuff was at my physical location and everything was shutting down. So they were like, you know, we couldn't even be in there. So I had to pack all of my little stuff up. We all went in there, packed everything up. I filmed that process. Well, not the whole process, but I definitely talked about that in one of my um, entrepreneur life videos that are on my channel already, but packed everything up. And decided to go back to my parents' house because I didn't want to intrude on Devin and his roommates like that. Like, with all this lip gloss everywhere, you know? So, I ended up transforming my parents' living room into my workspace for Smudge. Um, and at this point in life, it was just really tough to adjust to, you know, the circumstances that we were in, not being able to see Devin or any of my other friends and just having to stay inside, like not being able to do the things that we were so used to doing and going out and just everything, you know, and it wasn't like it was a peaceful, you know, stay inside and, you know, just be inside. It wasn't like easy breezy. It was more like worried and stressed, stay inside and like eyes glued to the news and like wondering what bad news we're going to get today, kind of stay inside. So, I was like, this is not it, okay? But the one thing that really helped to keep me going through that time was my businesses, you guys. Like, I really had no choice but to be disciplined, but to give my all to everything because I didn't have anywhere to be, okay? I didn't have anything else to do. All I had was time on my hands. Um, and this is when, literally, this is when everything just got super crazy and my YouTube channel started growing really quickly um, because prior to me, you know, moving my stuff from home, um, moving my stuff back home, I filmed that video in my space. I filmed my how to start a successful lip gloss business video. I was like, I know that this is going to be the video that is going to make things go for me. Like this is going to cause me to take off. So I took my time. I planned out this video. I wrote out all my notes and everything. I made sure that I was cute for this video. Y'all, I filmed this video two times. Okay. The first time I filmed it, I was not happy with it, scrapped it and did it again. I was like, nope, we're going to do it again. Cause this is going to be the one, like I have to look a certain way. I got to make sure I know what I'm talking about. I got to make sure that my points are coming across like how I want them to. So I was able to film that video before we had to leave the shop and not go back. And I edited that video, y'all. And I posted that video. And it took, you know, it took a little bit of time to gain some traction, gain some momentum. But y'all, it just started growing. And it just started growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting more subscribers. I'm getting more orders. Cause I was talking about, you know, my own personal products in that video. I was talking about how I was doing wholesale in that video. So I was definitely plugging my own business, but I started to really like take off. Like this is when it really got crazy. I was getting so many orders 
And I was getting so many views on that video that I started to get consistent YouTube checks, which was like not a thing for me because I was not consistent on YouTube and I would never reach the $100 threshold on YouTube. Like it was just not a thing. <laughs> like I would see a check once a year basically. And I had only gotten maybe like two YouTube checks prior to this time in my life. So I literally cried because I really wanted to do YouTube and I really wanted to monetize that platform, but I was never consistent with it. So there was no way that I was going to do all those things if I didn't post videos and post videos that people actually wanted to watch. Um, I was also getting orders from TikTok because like I said, TikTok started going crazy for me as well. And I was doing like my mixing and filling videos over there. I was like, you know what? At this point, I need to create a discount code for TikTok, a discount code for YouTube, because I need to know where my customers are coming from. I need to know who's coming from where, how are y'all finding me? So I did that. Um, and I was starting to see like they were coming in from both places like TikTok and YouTube were both bringing me so many orders and I was so overwhelmed with so many orders y'all. I had my best friend Zaria helping me and that's when I recruited my mom too. I was like, mom, you know, I'm going to need you to learn how to mix up some lip gloss because I just was not able to work fast enough, you guys. I was not meeting my processing times. There was a few angry customers and I just had to sit down and be humble and ask for help because I'm the type of person where I'm so independent um, and when it comes to certain things, I don't always like to ask for help. You know how you feel like you're bothering people or you're being a burden to other people when you're like trying to ask them to help you with your stuff when you know it's a lot, a lot, a lot of work. But I just had to be humble and I just had to ask for help and I had to learn and understand that sometimes I was not going to be able to get it all done by myself. Um, and then at this time, wholesale orders were on an all time high. Okay. Like wholesale orders skyrocketed. And I really think that it was because we were all in this new and unique situation, you know, and with the pandemic, I just feel like everyone was realizing that it was the perfect time for them to start a business because we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, a lot of people got laid off from work and a lot of people were receiving unemployment. So I just feel like people were really ready to invest their money into something. Um, I was getting anywhere between like 10 and 20 wholesale orders minimum per day. And everyone is ordering 100 plus tubes. So I was accumulating thousands of tubes every single day. And I was not able to get a thousand tubes filled in one day at all. So the orders were just piling up and piling up and piling up. And I was freaking out because I had no real system or workflow in place. And I was just not used to getting this many orders. Like I just really wasn't. Um, and it definitely did take me a lot of time to, you know, figure out the best way for me to work. Like, how can I do it the most efficiently for my business? How can I organize this? Um, and this was another prime time of sleepless nights for me. And I had Zaria there and I promise y'all like Zaria came to the rescue whenever I was getting ready to have a meltdown. Okay. Where would I be without my squad? I promise you I would be insane. Okay. Um, so yeah, the most challenging, um, part for me during this time was really just like the delays in shipments, like during the pandemic when, you know, 
everything coming from overseas was just taking forever to get here. And I was just was not used to having that many orders. So I never needed that much inventory. But when things started to pick up, I'm like, okay, I have to start ordering more stuff, but it's taking forever to get here. I don't know what to do. So I had to be very open and transparent with my customers at that time as well, because a lot of the stuff was just not in my control. Um, I think I did a pretty good job back then with adjusting to being a little bit more busy, you know, especially given the circumstances that we were in. I was just so happy that people were loving it and they like wanted to utilize me as their lip gloss vendor to start their own business. Like, oh, I was so excited. And there was a point, you know, where I was getting so burnt out too. Like I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I was so consumed in wholesale that I was not planning any new products from my personal collections. I was not doing those initial things that made me happy. Um, so that was a point in time where I started to feel almost sad. Like I was a little bit uninspired because it was kind of just sucking the fun out of it for me and it was messing with my mental health too because I just felt like I was never going to finish orders. Like I felt like I would work for hours and work for days and I still didn't get that much done even though I really did. Like I was getting things done but I just was not working fast enough to keep up with the orders and I was beating myself up about it for sure. So you definitely just have to be careful with what you wish for because you just might get it. Okay, I wished this upon myself. I wanted my business to blow up and take off, but it happened really quickly. And you have to just be prepared mentally and physically for that thing to take off, okay? People were telling me, oh, this is good stress to have. You're getting so many orders and you're getting so much love and support. And I'm like, absolutely not, okay? This is not good stress when you can't get stuff done in the time frame that you promised and you have people that are angry. Like this is not what you want for business. You don't want angry customers. You want to make your customers happy and give them what they need. And that's just what you want to do. Um, so I went insane for a few weeks, you know, worked nonstop, finally got caught up. And my mom was just so, so, so helpful during this process. Like she really helped me to nail down an efficient workflow that made sense. And we were able to start getting stuff done way sooner. Um, I also had to update my wholesale program because I was just offering way too many things. Like when the pandemic first started, I was just like, okay, so I'm going to open wholesale, but I'm going to have like all the options. Like I'm going to have so many tube styles, so many colors available, so many scents available. So I can have something for everyone and sometimes that's just like not even the best model for a business like you can't please everyone um and I had so many tubes that were so small and filling them up was literally a hassle and a headache and I was just like there's no way like I'm gonna have to work smarter and not harder um, another thing that I wanted to talk about is like how to stay motivated with what you're doing and how to not get bored or exhausted with your craft. Um, because I experienced that with both of my businesses, especially during this time. Sometimes you just have to do things that you don't want to do in order to get your name out there and to get things going. And I understand that. Like I was totally fine with that. But at some point, you're going to have to be realistic with yourself and decide like, is this something that you want to continue doing or not? Because for Crochet by K, I was getting so many inquiries for like custom orders and sometimes for things that I've never made and had no interest in making, but I knew that I needed the money. So I was just like, okay, well, yeah, I can do this or I can learn how to do this. And sure, I'll work with you to do this. But I was just like doing any and everything and it was not even what I really wanted to be doing. 
So I was just like, uh, you know, the custom orders were eventually starting to stress me out. Um, and I just had to get my life together. I was like, look, I'm not inspired to finish this piece. And that's because it's not something that I want to be doing. So I had to really sit down with myself and was like thinking about it because crocheting was definitely something that started out as a hobby for me. And it was really therapeutic. Like this was something that I was doing because I actually liked it. And it wasn't until I decided to monetize it and turn it into a business that it became very draining. Um, and I wasn't really enjoying it anymore. It was like not therapeutic anymore. It was more so a headache. Um, so that's when I had to take a small break from crocheting because I was like, I need to just take a break, take a breather, update my products, like update the system. Okay, we're not taking all these custom orders. Like I'm going to be making what I want to make. Okay. The things that bring me joy, the things that I know that I'm going to be able to get done. Okay. And have fun while doing it. Um, and I was just like, you know, I understand like if you want something that's not on my site, I'm pretty sure there's other people out there that can make it for you. And I was okay with that. I was okay at a point with turning down money. Cause I was like, I'm not about to lose my mind and stress myself out doing all this stuff that I just don't want to do and getting uninspired. And then now I'm stressed because I procrastinated with getting it done. And now I'm at the deadline and it's not done. And now I have to get it done and I don't want to do it. You know? So I was having a lot of those type of situations. Um, and then the same thing happened for smudge. It was like at one point in time, every single order was a wholesale order. Like nobody was ordering smudge cosmetics, lip gloss. Nobody was ordering any of my personal products. So all I was photographing and promoting was wholesale because that's all that I was doing. And I just kind of lost sight of what I was doing with my actual products. And I was just like, this is not what I came here for. Um, I was not, you know, happy with where I was. And I was just pouring myself into helping everyone else start and maintain their business that I wasn't even thinking about mine and my personal products. And that really sucked the fun out of that. And I was like, oh, okay. Listen, that is why there were times when wholesale wasn't available or I had to cut down on the amount of stuff that I was offering like I did now. Like my wholesale program for fill tubes has been limited, okay, to a few things. And if if you want it, cool. If you don't, that's also fine. Like I just need to work smarter and not harder and I need to take care of my body. Um, both of my businesses take a huge toll on my body, my back, my arms, my hands, my wrists, all of that. Um, and I had to realize that, you know, the customers that are meant to be for me are going to be for me. Okay. Like somebody out there is going to love what I have to offer. And I don't need to be, you know, putting out all of these things just to make somebody happy with that. You know, like I need to do things for me first because I was so passionate. Like I was so passionate about my personal collections for smudge. And that was what made me so excited in, in the beginning, like bringing all of that to life with my branding and my packaging and everything. So I just had to really find out how I could balance everything. Cause I knew like, I still wanted to be everyone's lip gloss vendor and supply them what they needed, but I still did also want to, you know, have my own collections and everything. And I can finally say that I have found that balance, you guys. So let's fast forward to recently, you know, when things started to kind of open back up a little bit, we were able to go back to my physical location and work there. And this was just the best time for me because my parents' house was just getting a little bit crazy with inventory. We needed 
our space back, okay? Like we needed to have our workspace. Um, so we figured out a schedule that worked for us and I can now balance my orders for a smudge. I can balance my crochet orders and I can also balance my content with the help of my squad. Cause I like hired my mom and hired Devin. Cause I was like, listen, I'm not going to be able to do this by myself at all. Um, so I've continued to expand, you know, my product range and everything. We added new gloss collections, new tubes, new custom packaging boxes and all of that good stuff. We have merch and now we have a whole eyeshadow palette oh my goodness and I have more new stuff coming for y'all very very soon so please stay tuned because you know I'm always working I am just so grateful to be where I am today and I'm just really emotional because I really did go through all of the motions when it came to building my business and this is really why I'm so excited to put out this docu-series and show you guys some of those moments in my journey. Um, I'm continuing, you know, to expand every single day. Me and my mom are currently looking for a new office space. So I'll be moving out of my current space and moving into a new space. So that's also another thing that I've been documenting as well. It's the journey for me. Okay. The journey is the best part. Um, this would not be as rewarding for me right now if I didn't work a corporate job for a little bit even though I really didn't want to like if I didn't have to sit in that office for hours and realize hey this is really not what I want to do you know some things are literally just a stepping stone to get you to where you need to be because success does not always happen overnight um so you do really have to go through the motions and there's no shortcuts or anything so you just really got to go through it go through the process so that you can actually enjoy and appreciate your success when it comes. Um, good things definitely do not come easy, okay? And that is something that I live by. I'm literally in my dream career. I am doing all the things that I wanted to do when I was a little girl. I'm making clothes. I have a cosmetics line. I'm a social, I'm a social media influencer. Like that wasn't even a job when I was a little kid, but I have multiple streams of income. I live in my dream apartment. I have my dream office and studio space in the place that I live. My family and friends are well. They're healthy. I mean, like, what more could I ask for? Um, you know, like each day I just strive to be a better me and I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep working because there's always room to learn and room to grow. And this year has just been such a bittersweet year. Like, it's been crazy. But to answer your question, was it worth it? One year in business, was it really worth it? Absolutely. Okay. It was totally worth it. This has been one of the most rewarding experiences that I have ever had. And I just can't wait to continue to reach more to continue building upon what I started. I really don't think that it was a coincidence that episode 10 is going up on my one year anniversary, okay? I think everything is in alignment and I'm so in love with this podcast and I'm just really excited that I decided to move forward with this idea to do this show. Um, I just wanna say thank you to anyone watching or listening to this that has purchased from my website, that has followed me on my YouTube journey, that has consistently watched liked, commented, shared their story with me, all of this. Like just thank you to anyone that follows me, whether that be on Instagram or TikTok and show love on that platform cuz y'all be acting up on TikTok. Y'all be y'all be showing out on TikTok. Um I really would just not be here without y'all. So, 
I can literally put in the work all day. I can be dedicated. I can be consistent. I can do all of that stuff. But if I'm not touching someone or connecting with y'all, then all of my work is basically useless. So I'm just so grateful that I'm able to inspire you guys out there. If you have been wanting to start something, just go for it. Just give it a shot. If you needed to hear that, you're going to hear it from me. I don't know who needs to hear this, but just go for it. Okay. You never know where you will end up if you don't try. And I promise you, if you're passionate about something, if you really love something and you want to pursue it, the journey is definitely worth a shot. Okay. So let's cheers one more time to smudges, smudges first year, first full year in business. Cheers to the hours of researching. Cheers to all of the money and time well spent. Cheers to the trial and the error and all of the many successes. I am just speaking growth upon my business. I will continue to work hard, okay? I will continue to level up and expand and I will continue to build this empire. So that's really the end of my one-year recap. I'm not crying. You are. Okay. I love you guys so much. Okay. And it has been so fun to walk down memory lane with you. We're going to go ahead and move on to some questions from the squad. And I'm going to take a sip of my drink because I have been talking way too much and not drinking enough. Devin. So the first question is, how do you stop being so hard on yourself? Because I'm perfectionist. Okay. Honestly, same. I'm also a perfectionist. Um, literally, like, you just have to get out of your own head because we are perfectionists by nature and we want everything to be a certain way, but you are also your biggest critic, you know? And I just feel like I'm always overthinking things and the things that I'm being nitpicky about are usually things that nobody would ever notice, like things that nobody cares about, things that nobody notices. Like if you didn't bring it up, they would not notice. So I had to really learn to kind of just let go sometimes. Um, And that doesn't mean that I'm letting things slide, you know, because if something is not right, I'm saying it, but you know, even like with my palette, you guys, like there were a few hiccups with the palette and I got the palette and some of the palettes were damaged. Like I was just, you know, I was almost defeated, even though like most of the inventory is fine. Like we're good. It was only a few that had got damaged. And that is just something that is so common when you're ordering things from overseas. And if it's not packaged well, or if it's not prepared well, you know, or even if it is like they just be tossing packages nowadays. So I was like ready to cancel everything because of a few lost causes. Like, no, you really just have to understand that nothing is really perfect. Like even the biggest of brands, like they still have flaws with their products. They still have imperfections and they're like the ones that are winning right now, quote unquote winning. So just really understanding that nothing is ever truly perfect. It's just like perfect in our eyes. And I had to learn that sometimes the beauty of things is like that everything is not exactly the same. You know, everything is not identical. Like this is handmade, you know? So everything is not going to look exactly the same every single time. Cause I'm not a machine. Like I'm not a factory. I can't do it the same way every single time. Even 
with this pilot, I'm learning that even the people in the factories sometimes can't even do it identical every single time, you know? So I think that there is a beauty in things that have little imperfections and little flaws, just like even us personally, like nobody's perfect. So you just got to get out of your own head because you will drive yourself crazy. And I have been in that situation before where I was like being so, so, so picky with something almost to the point where I didn't even want to put it out. And you know, it's like something really good and you're not putting it out. And that just doesn't make sense. So I think that's how you do it. Get out of your own head. Understand that things are not always going to be perfect. Some things are not always going to go to plan. And it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's super easy to do that. It has taken me a while to get to that place. Like, I'm still working on it. Like, I'm not fully there yet because I almost canceled certain things in life. But yeah, just work on you and your mindset and your mentality. And I promise it will get easier. Cool. The next question is, is it possible to have a, have a successful Black Friday sale while having less than 150 followers? Y'all, followers do not equal sales, okay? I just want to make that clear. I think I've said this before in one of my other episodes, but it's a very delicate balance between um, followers and sales because I feel like when you first start, People want to support you because you just started something, but sometimes people just genuinely want to support small businesses, you know, but it might be a little bit slower at that time. But then at the same time, it's like, you just never know because I, when I first started and I just kept posting and kept posting and kept posting, I maybe had like 500 followers and I was still getting orders. I was getting a few orders here and there, you know, it wasn't anything compared to what it is now, but I was still getting orders and I was grateful for those orders, but Right now, it's like, if you have all these followers and all these YouTube subscribers and everything, people automatically associate followers with success or they associate, you know, someone that has a lot of followers with having a quality product. And some people that have all those followers and that are so popular and everything, sometimes sometimes their products are not good, like at all, you know, and people, people just want to join the bandwagon sometimes. So it's very delicate. Because I know that me having more followers means that I will get more sales because more people are going to find me. More people are going to, you know, see my work. Instagram itself is going to promote more of my posts because I have more people engaging with it. Um, So it's just really delicate because I've been in both situations. And I definitely think that you can still have a successful Black Friday sale, even having less than 150 followers. You just have to get the right people like you have to hit those 150 need to be the right ones you know um definitely just don't look at the numbers when you first start because that will drive you crazy like just post quality content promote your products and promote your sales and everything and just keep pushing don't look at all the followers and oh how many followers did I get today and oh my god I didn't get that many followers this week like don't worry about that because If you have a nice picture, if you have, you know, a nice product, there's going to be people out there that are going to support you regardless of how many followers you have. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Followers do not equal sales because you could have, you could be, you could be like a Kylie Jenner, like 
bit what like 199 billion followers on Instagram or something ridiculous like that. And all of those people are not buying her products. Like I know she's doing well right now because she's famous, but all of your followers are not going to be purchasing your products. So followers definitely do not equal sales all the time. So good luck with your Black Friday sale. I wish you the best with that. I mean, I'm putting good energy out there right now that it's going to be amazing. Cool. And the next question is, do you have any suggestions on how many products to start your business with? Start small. Start small, start small, start small. I had too much inventory, y'all, and I have told y'all that many, 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 many times before. Start small because I made way too many glosses from my original launch, not even the correct ones that I should have made. Like I should have did equal inventory, um, but I just had a lot of lip gloss and then did a whole nother collection right after that and had way too much inventory. So, you know, it gets to a point where you just have a lot of stuff that nobody's buying. And that doesn't even mean that your product is not good. That just means like, sometimes it can mean that you just made way too much. Cause I'm like, I did really great with sales. Like I did pretty amazing for just starting a business with sales and I still had hella inventory left. Like it was crazy. So I definitely recommend to start small, especially if it's something that you just don't know how it's going to go like this right here. I mean, I knew that I was going to have support, but I really didn't know what the outcome was going to be exactly. So I should have started a lot smaller. I, I can humbly say I should have started a lot smaller. Um, so if you want to launch with like lip gloss and lashes, like I did, that's cool. Maybe five gloss colors versus 14 because I did 14 like that's a lot of lip gloss colors and then I did two lash styles which I feel like it's pretty safe for first starting out but I can't tell you exactly what to do I'm just kind of like sharing my experience with you but I would recommend starting small got you and then the last question is how do you move past the difficult moments in business and so we keep going. Who saw that episode? Who saw episode seven featuring Thrice Groove where we talked about, you know, how we just keep going and keep a positive mindset about everything? Um, I mean, you know, I try to be an all around positive person. And sometimes it's really hard when you're going through certain things or when you plan for something and everything is just going wrong. And I feel like that's how I have been this past week. Um, today's Friday that we're filming this and I just feel like this whole week flew past us and I, I didn't get to do all the things that I wanted to do and all of the things that I did try to do didn't go exactly how I wanted them to go. So, you know, we all go through the same things and I try not to dwell too much on the negative energy because things will just keep going wrong and you'll just keep having bad days and it's just not worth it to really think about it and really dwell on it. Um, so I just try to understand, like, I'm not in control when it comes to certain things. And sometimes you just have to go with the flow and it's really all about your mindset. Like I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. So I, I don't spend a lot of time wondering, you know, why did this happen and why did that happen? Or why didn't this go right? Or why am I having issues with this? Like I try to think about it. 
on the flip side, like, okay, this is a test or this is a lesson that I needed to learn right now that's going to benefit me some way in the future. Um, I feel like I get through a lot of things just with the kind of mindset that I have right now. I'm just trying to be very progressive. I'm trying to be very positive and shed positivity, but still, you know, deal with things as I need to deal with them. Literally, I just look at every difficult time in my business as a learning lesson because there's so much to learn and you don't learn until you actually go through things and things go wrong and then you make mistakes or whatever might happen. That's how you learn when you're in business. So I'm honestly really grateful at the end of the day. Like I might be upset in that moment, but after I get over it and keep going, because I mean, at the end of the day, I really can't stop. You know, I can't stop for too long because I have orders. I have videos to make. I have people that are waiting for me to show up. So that's usually how I get through things. Like just thinking about my audience, thinking about my supporters, like I have to show up for them. So I can't, you know, sit here and be mad about something that is so small, you know? Um, but it's all, it's really just a mindset thing. Like I got to show up for y'all. So let me just be sad for one day, be mad for a little bit and then get over it and then learn whatever lesson I needed to learn so that I can be better and just keep going. That's just really, really how I'm getting through right now. I mean, when you're in business, anything goes, it seems like, cause it's just such a unique situation to be in. Running a business is not easy and I try to say that all the time because I don't want anyone to jump into this thinking that it's going to be all peaches and cream. Like I knew that it was going to be a headache at times, you know, but this is what I love to do. So, I mean, I'm not going to just quit. Like I'm not going to stop. I just have to understand like, okay, everything happens for a reason. So I needed to learn something out of this situation and I just take that and learn and grow from it. And that's, that's basically how it goes. I mean, go with the flow sometimes. <laughs> cool. And that's all the questions right there. Oh, thanks, Devin. Oh my gosh. The end of episode 10, you guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. We have reached the end of another milestone episode. Next is going to be us celebrating 20 episodes in and y'all not going to be able to tell me nothing when we hit to 20. Okay. When we hit, when we hit to 20, see, I can't even, I can't even get it out. <laughs> You're not going to be able to tell me anything once we hit 20. Make sure you guys follow me and Devin on all of our social media platforms. I always have that information down below. Make sure you are shopping Smudge Cosmetics, Cozy Season, all of our products and everything. Also, shop Crochet by K. Get your shags. Get your sweaters. Okay. That was like kind of hard to say. Get your shags. <laughs> Y'all, I didn't even drink my whole drink, but I think I was really trying to save it for the thumbnail too. Um, but yeah, make sure you're getting your shags. Okay. It's shag season. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and follow me on all of the podcast platforms. You guys make sure you head over to Apple podcasts, leave me a rating and leave me a review. Really trying to get the traction booming on Apple podcasts. I want to see all of your reviews over there. So make sure you go ahead and check it out. Thank you for being on this journey with me and for, you know, just being here to listen to me talk about my one year recap. Make sure you check out my docu-series and then there was Smudge. The first episode will be out 
tomorrow. Okay. As you're watching this, the, the first episode is coming out tomorrow. So make sure you are ready to tune in to a whole journey. Okay. I love you all so much and I will catch you in episode 11. Bye.